Boston, 1773. Don't leave us, Father. We need you. Eliza Campbell tried to keep her fingers from trembling as she tenderly stroked her father's arm and watched him struggle to breathe. Her heart withered, and she stared out the partially open window of the large upstairs room, praying, Lord, how will we live without him? The early October sun spilled into the bedchamber, imparting the loamy fragrance of autumn. Large cotton-like clouds dotted the pale sky, while a cardinal floated across the breeze and into a clump of orange-colored maples. A beautiful day. Far too beautiful for father to die. Eliza mopped his brow and smoothed away several strands of his brown hair, guarding her tears. He was only fifty a skilled physician in the best years of his life. Eliza shuddered. Though she knew God always worked in wisdom, she couldn't see why he would take father from them now. Outside the window, the views across the swaying fields of grasses looked the same, peaceful, welcoming, joyful. But without father, this home, this place, that had always brought so much happiness, would never be the same. The dreaded consumption that plagued him for so long would now take his life. The grey colour of death painted his lips, and small beads of sweat dotted his forehead. They could only try to comfort him and wait for the end. Sitting opposite Eliza on the large four-poster bed, Kitty knit her fingers and blinked, large tears rolling down her porcelain cheeks and thick dark auburn curls pulled free from their pins giving testament to her constant vigil. A sob escaped her lips, and Eliza instinctively reached for her younger sister's hand and squeezed. I won't fail you, Kitty. I won't. Kitty? Father gasped for air. Will you fetch me some more cool cloths? She straightened and patted her tears, trying to smile. I, Father, I should have thought of that myself. Forgive me. I shall return, directly. She crunched her apron in her fingers and nodded at Eliza before darting out of the room, her light step echoing down the stairs. Eliza scooted closer to father and gulped down the painful lump of sorrow in her throat. But it wouldn't budge. She propped the pillows around his neck and back, but father still winced with every rise and fall of his chest. Lord, please be with me. I need thy strength. Eliza, listen to me, father wheezed as he spoke. Yes, father, I'm here, I'm listening, he swallowed. Behind you, on the mantel, underneath the candlestick is a letter. Father stopped and tried to inhale what little air he could. Go, retrieve it. Eliza shook her head. I don't want to leave your side, even for a moment. Father inched his hand across the bedding and gripped Eliza's fingers. Get it? That letter is of great importance. Eliza opened her mouth to protest, but snapped her jaw closed. No need to cause Father any added discomfort by her disobedience. As you wish. Slowly, she moved from her perch at his side, careful to watch him should he begin another fit of coughs. She removed the folded paper from underneath the heavy candlestick atop the wooden mantel, 
The paper was crisp and the seal fresh, as if he had just written it, but he couldn't have. She'd been at his side for almost two weeks. When had he composed it? What information could it possibly contain that was so important? Father turned his head on the pillow. I... that is it. He paused, his lungs wheezing. That letter is for your eyes alone. No one, not even Kitty, can know what it reveals. Peering at the empty doorway, Eliza quickly took her position at his side. What do you wish me to know that Kitty cannot? Thank heaven her sister hadn't yet returned with the cloths. You are ready for the truth, but Kitty, she is too headstrong. She must learn of it in God's time.